welcome to I Want to Be Your Canary. This is the Final Fantasy Podcast. And as usual, and as sometimes, I am joined with my three good friends. We've used to Phoenix on the party. The whole party's back, alive, well. First, gentlemen, it's a pleasure. I have to say that. It's a pleasure to be in the same e-room as you. Yes. Great to be back. I agree. Love it. Let's go. Hey, uh, as always, a little introductions in order. Um, joined here with my friends, Dyston. Yo, happy to be here, boys. Uh, Mr. Scooter. Hey, everybody. And Mr. Ross. It is good to be back. Uh, Zell himself. Good to see you. Ha. Mm. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, well, uh, boys, uh, welcome back. Well, what's happening? What's good before we jump into this? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Uh, just living life, enjoying it. Uh, trying to stay away from all the news that is Final Fantasy 16 because I don't have a PS5 yet, so... I'm gonna live vicariously. Which is just blasphemy. I, 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 I know, <laughs> but I'm gonna live vicariously through you all today and uh, and listen it. Ross, I'm how are we? Uh, good. I've just been uh, busy being a dad, and I play Final Fantasy at 5 a.m. in the morning before uh, baby's up, and then uh, <laughs> between the hours of 11 and 12 at night. So you know how it is. <laughs> is. Is that is that the gaming life yes. I have to look forward to? That is the gaming life. I was playing <laughs> games like at two o'clock in the morning between two and three was like the magic hour. Like that was for sure when the he was going to be asleep every night. Dead silent. The witching hour. Peace. Yep. Well, right on. At least you're getting it in. Exactly. Yeah. And Dice, Mr. New Pop on the way. How are we? Yeah, doing good. I, I think, thankfully, I, I can I can game whenever I darn well please. So yeah, the games are coming along, going swimmingly. Good, good like, on like, you. Like, sounds like you. coming coming to an end shortly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just uh, divert that path a little bit. Um, today. Uh, we're not, uh, you know, there's going to be a little spoilers here. A little Final Fantasy 16, talking some mechanics, talking that. Might be a little spoiler. Might be a little bit. We're not trying to do too much. Um, but we're going to be talking some Final Fantasy 16 today. Um, some early game stuff. Uh, so if you haven't played at all, we'll keep try and keep spoilers to a minimum and talk more about the mechanics of the game, things that we like, things that um, are similar and different. Some uh, just kind of musings i guess that we have uh, about the early game and kind of first impressions so uh scoot you're the only one who said you haven't played it yet I, and aside from that we got a couple dudes uh here and yeah i mean so i don't even like i have seen one or two like just screenshots of it so what like what's the world setting what what time period or are we in a time period you know like uh are we on a uh earth or whatever that we've been on before like is it connected to old games at all or How's it set up? Uh, fellas, anybody want to take that one? I mean, to my to my knowledge, I don't believe that that there that it's so it's the world of Valistia. I I don't believe okay. that there's a connection to any of the prior Final Fantasy games. I I could be wrong, but to but my it, knowledge, no. It's not like Evelise is you know back again or something. No, but uh, like most Final Fantasy games in the series, there are going to be connections to other games sure. by you know, character names, you know, oh. summons, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want to give too much away, but there are the the um, regular characters, so to speak, okay. that you would expect. Okay. Yeah, I know that we did uh, we did a show on the connections show and so far i haven't seen anything that's like oh this this whether it's coincidence yeah. that it ties into other games or not yeah but it's not ivalice it's not it's not even like the blue planet which is something that's been referenced a few times in different yeah. games okay um so it's 
pretty new right now. It's it's uh, it's it's very new um, as far as. And I think that's purposeful. Go, so. I think, you know, based on if you if you look up, you know, the, the producers, the ve- development team, they, I think, did their best to, you know, do right by Final Fantasy fans mm-hmm. of the genre, but at the same time, attract new fans by doing something new and different. That is a step away from some of the previous games that has resulted in some controversy, but gives us something to talk about on today's episode. I always enjoy controversy. Oh, yeah. And, I mean. yeah, there's and there's there's no shortage of, of um, and Dice and I talked a little bit about this uh, when we were talking yesterday mm-hmm. uh, about the, the controversies that mainly are going to stem from the the same gripes that people have with fifteen, which is the battle. Okay, so. Um, the, battle, the battle system. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm sure we'll get into that in just a minute or two. But now, this for as far as the setting, it's it looks like it was medieval, or is that even close? Yeah, I I, I would say medieval summarizes it pretty well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, so, you, you you got your standard sword sword combat, and then as being true to Final Fantasy, you got some magic use. But there there's no there's no. Uh, futuristic weaponry in this game okay and are we nope. talking like um tactics era you know like feudal lords and, and wars raging or uh like you know uh, yeah, oh. for me there i would is... say it's like it's like nine almost it's there's oh. definitely not a there's definitely not like a xanarchand or anything there's okay. no machina around that we're definitely like medieval okay. times okay Cool. Mm-hmm. But with a with a with a hint of magic, and by hint I mean that's a strong, like, yeah, strong. Okay, you know. okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Well, well the the mag the, the magic it's the magic part of itself is is what defines the kingdoms. Yeah. Um, ah. And the, they're you know because each of each kingdom is ruled by an icon, uh, or not ruled by an icon, but each. Each it's it's pretty much like all of these nations are nuclear nations when they have an icon. Okay, and so the icons like they have, or I, I assume the icons are like the the summons in this game, but on a much bigger yeah scale. Okay, correct. Okay, yep. Yeah, it's like turning a nation, like I said, it pretty much into a nuclear one. Like once you have one, you become part of this elite um, section of kingdoms or this elite class of kingdoms where you have such a massive advantage over areas that don't. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there's really only a few kingdoms that rule, you know, the world because nobody else can, if you don't have an icon and you go to war, you're just going to absolutely get cooked. Okay. The icons so, themselves are what keep nations really from fighting one another. And there's a couple of things, but one icon keeps another from engaging in battle because they realize once the icons come out trouble is a brewing got it got it uh now yeah i, I mean it, it's it's like god status power these icons have <laughs> yep so uh are these icons yeah. do they they know of each other and like are they mm-hmm. is it like greek gods where they just go back on top of their mountain at the end of the day and you know do their so, thing or so the the i the icons are are manifested through like a chosen person okay mm-hmm. so it, 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 and the, the person themselves is essentially immortal but but they can they can summon the icon and become it themselves okay okay so then i'm assuming so, that- and, and so the, these 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 people i mean the, these people who who like essentially can become the icons as as you would assume with having power like that they're they're a pretty key figure within like their country sure um it's and and actually if i can comment on that it's really interesting to me so far and i don't think this gives away too much to you scoot yeah so as dice just noted the the dominance that can summon the icons are revered like god status however normal magic users who are either called branded or bears are looked at like slaves and Mm -hmm. low Mm -hmm. status in society. So there's a very interesting contrast between the two, even though they're, you know, at the core, both magic users. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's an interesting dichotomy of, of looking at the, 
there's there's people who who have a natural affinity to be able to use magic and like ross said they're seen as a subclass and they're treated as such in mm. in most kingdoms um and in most parts of the world and even even the the um those who possess the icon who are the icons themselves there are some kingdoms that are like you're a freak man like mm-hmm. you are you're bad you're evil but you are a necessary tool for the state essentially yeah hmm. okay so that's a pretty good setup i have an idea of what the the world kind of landscape is then um is it in just a general question is it an open world game like fully or are we doing kind of linear pathing like seven remake very um, similar to seven remake yep. i would say yeah yep okay there's there's set, there's there's a map there's an overworld map and it's not like d4 or skyrim where you just run from place to place sure. it's like here's the second you know what it's like it's uh it would be like final fantasy 12 but you can't like there's a section of the map yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. in yeah and you can't get to the to the yeah, it's like final fantasy 12 meets Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. You go into the world, you can mm-hmm. run around that part of the section, but if you want to go to another place, you have to open up your map and essentially fast travel okay. um, yeah. to that. There's, there's I, staged I areas. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did not mind that yeah. in, in 12 or Tactics at all, so that's cool. Okay. Yeah, and, and it, it works. I feel like some games feel like, or, or maybe, and I'm, I could be wrong, it, that there is this idea of everything has to be open world and it has to be a smooth transition as possible to get from one place to another. And anything that requires a loading screen is the end of the world. Yeah, no, it, I, I yeah, get that. I frowned mean, upon. Uh, if the game still just plays well, that's honestly all that matters uh, to me. And the pacing especially works well. Um so what was your guys' like first impression of the first maybe hour or two of just playing it? Um, or you go first. Yeah, go ahead. No, go go ahead, Ross. So I uh my so my impression has changed, and I'll just start off with my initial impression. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the- I was blown away. I mean, I was, you know, chomping at the bit to play this new Final Fantasy. High hopes, high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, was excited for the controversial changes. Wanted to see what the producers were going to do with this iteration of the franchise. And honestly, I mean, the the cutscenes are, I mean, they're like movies. I mean, I could wa- you could watch the cutscenes by themselves. Yeah, and just be completely blown away. I mean, even the icon battles are like cutscenes. Square has mm-hmm. always been, you know, one of the top performers of cutscenes. Period in games, so that doesn't surprise me at all. That's actually really exciting to hear, though. Yeah. And just to highlight Ross's point, this it just can't be understated how incredible the the cinematics are. I mean, there are lots of times where you're in the actual gameplay and it's just like this is like there are a lot of times where I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm going to cut scene. Yeah, that's a good feeling. Uh, I mean, that that's high praise. Yeah, it is. Uh, anything else, Ross, from you that in that first uh, little bit besides the, uh, you know, just the visuals? Uh, not so much because it, for the first, I'd say two to three hours, a lot of it is cutscenes. You yeah. don't get a whole lot of mm-hmm. um, time to actually try out the battle mechanics, nor do you actually get to explore very much. It's it's very linear the first little bit, okay? Because it's it's centered on a flashback. Okay, um, okay. I won't say any more than that, but um you know, uh, was, you know, very excited with what I was experiencing in the first little bit there. Okay. Yeah. What, what, one of the things that was interesting, we, you kind of mentioned those icon battles is they, they relatively quickly, they, they drop you into an icon battle via the that mm-hmm. flashback. And so they, this isn't too much of a spoiler because the developers have talked about this plenty, but, they, they've they've alluded to the fact that they really wanted these icon battles to be very distinct between each of the each of the fights. And so this the first fight, you you almost kind of get like this rail shooter vibe from it. Oh, which mm-hmm. which was pretty, which was mm-hmm. pretty, which was interesting. It was an interesting way to kind of start the game. Like, whoa, this is <laughs> 
I feel like I'm playing Star Fox here. This is Sounds a little, like rail rail shooter mechanic here. That's a good so, analogy. <laughs> I, so yeah. it, 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 that, I, I thought that was a very interesting start, like your first kind of dabble into the gameplay, because it's pretty quickly drop you into this. So mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. so I, I, I none of us have completed the game yet. I, I don't know how but how many icon battles everyone else has done. I've done two so far. The the two that I've done, the two that I've done, the first one I felt like it was a rail shooter. I was playing Star Fox. Yeah. The, this the second one felt like I was playing a Tekken game. Weird. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of variety in this game. Um, yeah. There's there's just a lot of different stuff, and you know one of the things that. Uh, uh, and that's very unique, right? We've never seen that before. Like we've seen, we've seen summons be able to fight one another, Final Fantasy X, right? Um, but not to this, not to this scale. Yeah, it, it made those. Not. It makes those battles just look like. Eh. Yeah, sure. Well, it, well, okay. well, for for one, you're you're in control, and, oh. and the the developers did this incredible job of really making you feel like powerful. You are like just you're, 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 you're watching you're you're watching the damage meter. You're like as you're as you're throwing these punches and you're like, holy, yeah. holy hell, like th- th- 40, 40,000 damage. What? Yeah. Yeah. 80,000 yeah. damage <laughs> with this punch. How yeah. is this possible? We're hitting max damage here yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, of the we're, game. we're, we're, we're cool. throwing some haymakers here. Yeah, that's cool. So I didn't know you get to control yeah. them. Yeah, you you do now you you don't get to call them like into battle. Okay. Like in every other Final Fantasy where it's like, hey, Infrared, like, come smoke these guys. Um, you do get powers from them that you can uh, that you can utilize kind of abilities and they're they're kind of on recharge. Yeah. Um, and, and, and those are cool. Uh, that That's that's fun. I really enjoy that aspect of it. But it is certainly as we'll talk about this more. It's very different um, just right away from the early story to the early icon battle it is way different than any final fantasy uh um that we've played yet and one of the things that i thought was very interesting and i don't know if this is uh um i don't know if i'm reading into this too much but kind of right away one of the things that i thought are they just challenging the idea of what a final fantasy is i know dice we talked about that the other day mm-hmm. um and right away and this is a little bit of a spoiler but it happens like your first mm-hmm. battle so if you haven't played the game at all it's, uh, it, it's not i'm, I'm gonna deal, i mean I i've already had enough spoiled just from talking 20 minutes now so it's fine just you open yeah. the gates man <laughs> Uh, well, I won't open the gates too much because I know some people are going sure, sure, sure. to listen to this and they don't yeah, want, yeah, yeah. Don't I get want that. it. That's a good point. But, good point. Um, one of the very first, one of the very first battles that you have is with Marlboro. With it's like the very first battle. What? That's like yep. a mid-level yeah. it, or late-level, usually, kind of uh, enemy, right? Yeah, it, it always has been. And it's it's right out the gate where where you're fighting one and that just when i saw that i just wonder are they challenging the because everybody they knew that everybody was going to say the battle system da 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 were they throwing something out there also to say hey you know what you we're changing that we're challenging that um norm and you know what we're also going to challenge this norm I mean, of, yeah. So is that like a common early game uh, enemy that you're going to come across is a bunch of those or is it just part of the flashback scene or something or like because uh, I mean, if you get bad breath at the beginning of a game and you just flatline, what <laughs> what are you supposed to do? There's not one of the things that I've noticed and guys, uh, correct me if you're wrong, but I haven't seen status ailments correct. in the game. Yep. Yeah. I okay. Yeah. There, so there's no status ailments there's no items like uh echo screens or yeah, really um, me, colin we, me, me and colin mm-hmm. talked about this a little bit yesterday but it, it seems like this game it went away from the strategy component of the final fantasy there's not as much strategy yep. it's it's a little bit more of like an action platformer it feels like okay yeah so i'm trying to think in 15 we had 
similar where I don't remember using too many things besides maybe some potions and stuff uh, mid-combat, but it became a lot more action-y. So this is taking that even a step further. Like, So when I pull up the menu mm -hmm. for my character sheets, I mean, or does, does mm -hmm. it have that where you can go and change equipment or abilities and spells or anything like that? I'll, I'll, I'll uh, say yeah, I'll I mean, say light, light. Okay, <laughs> okay. Very, yeah. very light. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is very light. There are there is a great reduction in the amount of stuff that you mm -hmm. can carry. The most the most prevalent items that you're going to get in that game are crafting materials. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest okay. thing. Okay. Crafting materials are are kind of a. Are, are the big the big piece that you'll that you pick stuff up when you pick stuff up you pick up a lot of materials that are used to create things gotcha. so, does and does um, that system feel what, somewhat deeper is it kind of uh you know just here you go and yeah it's okay i i have yeah, i have yet to go to the crafting store and have not been able to like create an item i always have gotcha. it yeah. needed gotcha okay cool yeah it doesn't. It, well, here's one. And here's one of the things. It, it's the good and the bad of it, right? There is the. There's not a whole lot of stuff, and like Dice said, I've never been to the blacksmith and really not had or or really not had what they I needed to yeah. have um, to make the next best thing. Sometimes there is, but you can usually p pick that up in a hunt or in, in a uh, um, in a side quest pretty immediately uh if you want to the other half of it though is you know there's sometimes where you get into a final fantasy game as final fantasy is guilty of this as, as really any jrpg is there's a million items mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's just like oh man you're just so um saturated with all of these items that you're like i don't even know <laughs> what i'm never going to use yeah. that like yeah. i'm never going to use i'm never going to use i don't want to i don't have the time so you have like potion high potion you can elixir they have a couple of tonics that mess with your um uh defense and your um your attack but the item selection is relatively small yeah okay. very very small um, anyway, so simplified yep very small and it is very simplified um and you know that can be a good and that can be a you know if you're somebody who really enjoys like oh i love all of the final fantasy things that i've always seen with uh uh in the games yeah yeah um, i mean you, know, you just don't really have well, those not a whole lot of status there's effects. a lot of old items that you know kind of like old characters that come through the series and you're just like oh i remember that or oh there's you know that and mm -hmm. it's kind of fun to see him again but it's also cool if you don't need it because you just don't need it in the gameplay so yeah 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 okay. um so that that's yeah that's definitely a uh something that that it's it's the least item intensive final fantasy that has come out yet and quite frankly i i think it's a little refreshing i mean there's no status ailments and that's kind of a bummer like if you get hit with bad breath by marlboro you just get knocked down for a little bit and get a little woozy that's about it um, gotcha it's nice not having to go, oh, I need an echo screen and I need eye drops and I need <laughs> Everything. Uh, you know, all of these things. <laughs> yeah. or I need a remedy. Yeah. It's like yeah. I'm up and I'm and I'm back at it. So and maybe that is a a simplification thing or it's like, yeah, you know what? It's just simple now and I'm old and yeah, whatever. No, it, but, uh, it, it, it's so so it's like you're saying it's kind of uh, away from the strategy more to platforming action stuff. OK. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. OK. Um. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think so. Uh, boys, you know, Ross, what do you, what do you think about just the battling itself? Because that's a, that's a, that's just a huge part of this. The the battle like, system, your... battle mechanics. Yeah, yeah, battle system and battle mechanics. As long as Scoot is okay with us blowing the roof off. No, go for it. I mean, so uh... like, tell me what you thought on the first fight encounter that you had to to deal with. Like, how was the character movement? How you know? How did it feel in your hands? I guess. Yeah, like like Dice was saying, you know, one of the first battles, and actually, and what Colin was saying as well, you fight the Marlboro. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's the first boss fight, I would say, okay. after a series of smaller fights, and so you have your first real test in terms of, you know, put, putting together all the different battle mechanics, stringing together combination moves, etc., using magic, mm -hmm. and that that. I felt like was exciting you can play compared to something 
Um, similar like uh, Devil May Cry, one of the newer iterations of, of that gaming series, or even God of War. Um, when you string together not only combinations, but have cinematic sequencing as well. Um, it, you know, definitely, you know, got me going. It was exciting. Um, but I would say my biggest gripe with this game is the battle system. We've alluded to it already in this discussion. I'd say the accessibility of it all, I think Square Enix went overboard. And so I would say it's pretty simplified, not only from a status ailment standpoint, but from a mechanic standpoint, mm-hmm. the combinations are not overly difficult, um, in my opinion, anyway. Mm-hmm. And you can even make it even more accessible for newer gamers. There are ex- mm-hmm. accessories that you get right away at the beginning of the game. Um, you're going to have to help me out here, boys. Ring of timely focus, ring of timely assistance, ring of timely strikes. Mm-hmm. But essentially, I, I think you got um, them, yeah. Yeah, modify the the difficulty level right away in the game. Um, hmm. There's the story mode versus action mode, but even without all of those additional modifications, if you go full action mode, no accessibility modifications, it's still not an overly difficult battle system. No. I, I sort of missed that that strategy piece because it made you made you work a little bit, made you made you think through different battle scenarios and boss fights definitely were something of an accomplishment once you got through them Mm -hmm. with that being said Mm -hmm. i you know i look forward to picking up the game and doing battles every time i have the opportunity i mean as soon as we're done with this podcast i'm gonna hop on the bike and play some final fantasy Mm -hmm. 16 so take what i'm saying with a grain of salt i i think i think a good way of putting it i I, they they sacrificed strategy for spectacle okay Yeah. Because I mean, the, some some of those fight sequences, like 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 he was Ross was saying. I mean, like you're 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 mid fight and you you almost have like a little cutscene cinematic where you have to like mash R two or something. You have to quickly hit the square button or triangle to dodge mid mid fight. Oh, the, the time, it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's these little like mini cut sequences, like yeah. like during yep. this mid fight here. And it's and mm-hmm. I I agree. It is a very different. I don't know how you guys feel. It, it almost to, to some degree, I, I've yet to have a fight which I thought was overly challenging. It does seem to be kind of a yeah. little bit on the e- on the easier side. Yeah. And, and that's and that's not even equipping it, those rings. Yeah. I mean, if, if you equip those rings that like Ross was telling about it, it that would make it way easier. <laughs> does it does the game of the uh, or go ahead, Colin. Well, I was going to say the uh, I, I agree with the, what the fellows are saying here and there's a lot of times where I will get into just a random battle, not with a boss or anything, but just like with monsters on the field. And I'd say 80% of those times I don't take any damage. Oh yeah. Okay. It's, yep. it, I mean, it's just like, like, well, they don't, they, they don't even attack you. you. It's it kind of weird. Cool. Huh? Yeah. They're just kind of like wandering around and they, every they, now yeah, and they, again, they, somebody they, will they wind almost up have and, like, I don't know, like this, this weird, um, targeting system where like, yeah, I'm like not, you said, I'm I mean, not playing story mode. If anybody's wondering, <laughs> I'm the enemies, the enemies off the side. They kind of, they kind of respect you. They leave you alone. Like, Oh, okay. He's, he's fighting another character. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave him alone. <laughs> and and while you're, ma- while you're mashing on that wasp, I mean, you just destroy him. Yeah. <laughs> Can you guys help me? Or are you just gonna stand there? <laughs> I, I would um, say, Scoot, there is. So once you beat the game, there is a Final Fantasy mode that is supposed to be an, an increased difficulty, the hard mode. Right, right, right. I really wish that would have been an opportunity to to play from the get go. I know because I think Seven Remake had that, and once I beat it, I put it on hard mode, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, God, why didn't they just allow us to do this? Because I don't know if I want to play all the way through it again on this, but it is mm-hmm. better because yeah. it's, it's harder. But uh, interesting, interesting. Okay. Um, so, well, one more thing is is with the battle system is you can really survive with hammering square and tapping R one every now and again, and that's that's your dodge. Okay. Um, because when you dodge in the right times, that's when the enemy is opened up and uh, you can increase your attack. That's what, ah. so. It's kind of like you can just kind of like bounce around with R1 and hit it 
when you think the guy's about to attack you and then you can do a precision dodge get out of there and then get right back into the battle so okay. it is yeah, and this, being this, able this to is, utilize this is a dark your, souls here this, your... is, this is an elden ring no yeah as, as, as far as uh action goes it, it's it's pretty easy it's pretty easy okay. to navigate on the battlefield it looks it looks awesome it looks really good but yeah it is kind of easy i've had a couple of battles that i have died but once I die, it's like, OK, well, I got the pattern now and I know the pattern And the pattern of these bosses and of these enemies are not overly complex. Yeah, that it's easy to just yeah. go. OK, yeah. and now I got the pattern. I know exactly what to do. And I don't I don't parade myself around as a super like, oh, man, I notice things that others don't notice. So that's why I've noticed <laughs> this pattern. I that ain't me. Um, so the battles themselves yeah they're kind of easy and maybe that's comes with the having playing video games for so long i have the dexterity to work around a controller really easily and a, a newer gamer or somebody who's not as familiar with maybe a ps5 controller or whatever controller they're using might find these a little bit more difficult because they're not as you know the controller layout and working that dexterity with it may not come as naturally to yeah. them, but I feel like if you're experienced in that regard, you can you can figure out how to do this pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, the strategy, okay. like Dice said, is is exchanged for the cinematic. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking back to like going out of uh, you know Midgar in seven the first time out in those planes and getting my butt handed to me on a few of those early enemies. Mm -hmm. um, so it's okay. Yeah, ain't it? A little bit different this time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're just absolutely like, like I said, you're just absolutely thrashing some well, poor insect. I mean, that's part of the story, though, too, right? Is that you are in control, or you have these powers and abilities, like you guys said, that you're like godlike at times. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have. Yeah. You do. So that's, okay. that's certainly uh, something you could argue. You'd be like, well, yeah. I'm kind of a sometimes God. So, yeah. OK, yeah. maybe maybe that'll change in the end and you'll lose it all. And then the game becomes a little more interesting in that regard. But uh, yeah. OK. With that being um, said, I, you know, I still enjoy the spectacle. Don't get me wrong. Although the fights are easy, oh, I yeah, absolutely. absolutely found myself fist pumping during fights. I mean, the Garuda fight. I definitely fist pumped. Oh, that, yeah, mate. That, that, that's what I was talking about. Like that, that almost like that Tekken fight. It's amazing. Right. Benedicta. And just that music blasting in, in your ears. You're throwing those haymakers with, as an icon. It's amazing. Absolutely. Yep. It is. It is. It is beautiful. It is fun. Um, no doubt about that. that. That does not take away from it at all. But uh, and, and may, maybe it's made a little bit easier so you can enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, so we've we've talked a little bit about the setting and the gameplay and the visuals, which are what's great mm -hmm. to hear that they're amazing. So the other things I was wondering about are, are the sound and music, and then um, the story itself. You um, know, me me and Colin talked about this a little bit yesterday. It, as far as music goes, uh, amazing. But what what I really have to give the the nod to them on is the voice acting. Yeah. In, oh. Incredible, mm -hmm. incredible performances from the, some of these voice actors. Re so really, I, okay. I would say probably some of the best voice acting I've seen in a game, uh, truthfully. So we're not we're not doing the Final Fantasy X. Uh, ha, ha, ha. You know, all that fun. OK, OK, that's I yeah. mean, what's good. Yeah. One of the things that I heard about the voice actor uh, who plays Clive is and Clive deals with losses in, in Final Fantasy 16. He deals with a lot of, of losses mm -hmm. in, in his life. Um, he uh, the, uh, I heard that the voice actor who plays Clive lost his dad while recording Ew. the um, well, yeah. That, that's and interesting. So, yeah. Because yeah. certainly, like and like you're so, saying, gr grief grief is one of the like earlier emotions that's kind of explored in the game. And oh yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So he must have so really tapped right. into some real life. Uh, Jeez, yeah. man, that's tough stuff, boy. It is, and obviously you don't wish that on anybody at all. Um, yeah, but no, just but that exploring that emotion yeah. and using that emotion to um, 
yeah. So uh, just a little tidbit there that, that I thought that was was interesting. Um, music's good. I mean, I can't listen to it too loud because I'm downstairs and Clementine's sleeping. Sure, sure, sure. But I, I I I do enjoy it. I have not heard the victory fanfare yet. Okay, interesting. So so what happens after you win a battle? Do you like just put your sword away and music fades and you walk on D- with life, dude? It is very much the battle and the end of battles and the way that those conclude yeah. very, very much remind me of Final Fantasy 11 and Final Fantasy 14. OK, yeah. OK, interesting. So, I don't know how to explain that and make it different than 12 yeah, um, no, because 12, 12 you just kind of fan- pack up and go. Yeah, but 12 yeah. had fanfare, too, though. And yeah, so it's just kind of like you're just done and you're you're moving on. Okay. I mean, that's that's what it feels like to me. I don't know about you guys. I'd say it's fair. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, just move on. Okay. Um, yeah, music's good, but Ross, music I, man. No, I yeah, I was uh, I was been waiting to share this. I'm actually going to get a voice transplant and have Sid's voice installed. So yeah, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> he's also uh, he's also Lorath in uh, Diablo Four. Oh, I didn't. I haven't touched either of these games. Interesting. I'll have to listen in and and maybe make the connection there. Nice. Oh, dude. And let's just let's just call it what it is, boys. Sid's hot. He's a good looking dude. Not going to lie. He's good. And and, and the voice, the voice helps. The voice helps. Yep. Oh, just Sid. So can I ask what does Sid do in this one? Is he the airship? Captain, is he an evil man? Is uh, he always plays, you know, always plays something different? Um, yeah, dice, you want to take that one, man? Ooh, ah, I, I, I guess, are, are we are we diving into to spoilers here? Are they I much mean, or no? It, 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 can, if I you mean, want, we can, it's, we can go a little far, yeah, go, go for it, throw, throw it, throw yeah, the, yeah, throw yeah, the yeah, I mean, go for it, man. So, so, yeah. so in, in the game, in, in the game. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Is is there is there six icons? <sighs> is there, is there, I think there's six or six or seven. I, I'm, well, I'm not so sure. Whatever the numbers, whatever the numbers is, like, like we talked about these these dominant characters who who like are able to house an icon. There's there's six or seven of them, mm-hmm. and and Sid Sid is one of them. So he, um, he's he's a he's a major player. Oh oh, well, mm-hmm. I mean he's always so, a major so, player. But that's interesting. Okay. He's, he's got he's is, got he's got the godlike power on his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sid is like the kind of the the leader of the of the cast outs. Um, one of the, the things that Ross brought up earlier: those who can harness magic and use magic are seen as kind of like a slave class mm-hmm. and treated as a slave class. Sid is somebody who he leads a group called the Curse Breakers, and they kind of free people from this bondage and allow them to live at this hideaway that is kind of your main base. So Sid is like, he, you know, he's like the guy. Mm-hmm. He is um, like the ultra pro tag uh, in this game. And he has set up this huge group, um, this huge hideaway, this huge like army essentially of people he has connections everywhere he's like uh oh man what's the guy in game of thrones um is it Littlefinger? is that his name <laughs> I, the dude I, I who can, just has see, a connection I a everywhere finger. i could see a little finger connection yeah but it, it, he's he's not like sometimes good sometimes bad like sid is like a good dude okay um yeah. He's like an he's like yeah he's like an ultra pro tag I guess is the best way to say it. So, interesting. Um, okay. Well, he, yeah. He, it's, it, so it's interesting. He, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting because we we talked about like a little bit about these characters, the, these dominants who, who house the icons. Uh, you know, it's it, they're they're normal people. Some some people kind of em- embrace the role of kind of being chosen to house it, and some people don't exactly want it. They they, they didn't exactly choose to have this and, and kind of how they how they deal with that right how they how they deal with the effects of being the dominant it's it's kind of interesting to watch play out and and mm-hmm. sid sid is kind of one of the really interesting ones who he seems to have almost kind of turned his back on his country a little bit he, he's not interested in kind of playing the political game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, okay, yeah. so I have to ask this then too: Is like, did Sid always have these powers, like ever since he was born, or did he come across them somehow, you know, in life uh, or whatever? You're kind of chosen at birth for the for the most for part the that we know. Who have icons? Yeah, you are you are chosen at birth. Um, okay, Clive, he is able to like gain these powers but from the idea is that you are you're chosen you're chosen by the icon itself and that seems to happen early at birth i I could be wrong there as i get more into the story but um that is the idea that the game gives you right out the gate and just like Highlander, there can only be one. So it's not, one. Li- it's not like Final Fantasy X where you're seeing, you know, multiple efforts roaming around. There is mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. dominant mm-hmm. of fire, et cetera. There's one dominant of, you know, thunder. And okay. I won't say any more yeah, 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 to but that I can, because I can that'll uh, figure it out. the story. Yep. 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 Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the story, the story itself, uh, it's really good and it's very dark. It's, uh, it's it's mature. Yeah, it's mature rating for a reason. A lot of people say it's got Game of Thrones vibes to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it absolutely oh. does. The corruption um, and the conniving. Yeah. And the just just some of the awful stuff. And it. it's like, oh, oh man. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, there's a very political landscape coming. in this one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. is this the, f- yeah. the first mature rated Final Fantasy mainstream game. It oh, yeah. Is. Yeah, it yeah. has to be. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. That, I mean, for me, as somebody that's gotten older in life and enjoys, you know, a little more kind of mature settings in that sense, especially with storylines, uh, that's exciting to hear because, you know, I'll have an interest, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like Colin said, I, I, I have to agree with Colin. I, I think they, they, they knocked the story out of the park with this one. It's, it's cool. Very well done. Very, so, very good. Compelling story. Be, yeah, that's, that's good to hear because I remember the first little bit of 15 and I was thinking, okay, well, if it doesn't get better after chapter two, then I don't know if I'm going to enjoy, you know, playing this game too much. <laughs> yeah. So that's good to hear. And, oh, is it broken up into chapters and stuff or how did they do no. that? It's just go. Yeah. Cool. So you kind of go from main quest to main quest. Okay. Um, or side quest, whatever yeah. it is that you want to do. But the. Uh, you know, um, Colin, you, you, you meant you mentioned yeah. one thing. You just said something. Side quests. Nice. How do you feel about the side quests in this one? I, you know, if, if I'm if you ask me, I have not enjoyed them. <laughs> that, yeah. that that would probably you, be like on the top top tier list of things i haven't enjoyed about this game mm-hmm. yeah, okay, is, okay. is that the side quests are, are kind of a snoozer for yeah me. and that is exactly how i felt when i was where you're at in the game the side quests as you go along are used to incorporate different history and different stories of people mm-hmm. um and they do impact the game oh, heavier that, as good, you go along yeah at first it is a lot of fetch questing nonsense and, and just um, uninteresting characters like wow geez i really <laughs> don't care about you yeah. at all Please go get my grapes. My grapes. I mean, I yeah, need yeah. Them. But it's, you know, it's an RPG and you're going to have townsfolk <laughs> that have two lines of dialogue that want 20 million yeah. of the same item or whatever. And so I, I get that. But it's cool to hear, though, that is, some of it will have more of a lore kind of um, impact. Yeah. Now, one of the things about that is sometimes I feel like games, you know, Skyrim is an excellent example of this. It's like, you go into four towns, you leave with 30 side quests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's that's not the case here. The, the There's not a ton of side quests that you get hit with at once. OK, um, it, if you do them as they come, it's pretty manageable. But as the story goes on, you'll start to see the side quests themselves become relevant to the characters and to stories and they mm-hmm. help tell a story and that part of it is cool. is really um really cool because at first dice i was i was saying the same thing to somebody it's like these side quests suck man well, yeah and then as i got into it's like i'm, I'm okay. happy to hear that because yeah so so far okay. what i've been seeing have not have not been good so that's good that's promising 
Now, let, let me just say this, because going along with the strategies, the, exchanging um, difficulty for convenience is, I know you said strategy for spectacle earlier. With some of this game, I feel like they are exchanging whatever it, whatever it was that I just said before. Um, strategy, or excuse me, um, some for convenience. It's my point. You always know exactly where to go. You don't have to talk oh. to anybody. Like, it's like, here's where your main quest is, yeah. or here's where your um, side quest is. Like, just run to this marker. Yeah. So it it doesn't really, like, what what's the incentive to go around and talk with other people unless I have to? Is It's just like, oh, go here. Do you think... Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, a lot of modern games, especially RPGs, have changed in that regard, which for me is not a good thing because it, you miss out on that exploration, discovery, yeah. you know, I'm lost. Where do I go now? Kind of sense yeah. of, of world. And and for me, that's a huge piece of being immersed into a, a new world is I want to be lost in it, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Is there any like, and this is a kind of a dumb question, but in the game settings, do you have any option to turn off HUDs or markers and like just have a, you know, blank slate as far as visual mm. stuff? Does... You know what? I, I'm I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. I haven't even thought uh, of that. I'll, yeah. Um, a lot. One of the things. Yeah. No, I was just going to say a lot of modern games now. I tend to just do that from the get go just for that reason. But it'll be cool if, if they do have that. Now, that being said, I don't know that there is if you were to take the, the, the HUD markers off. Yeah, would it matter? I don't know that I don't know that there's enough data that you are given. Yeah, yeah, that you yeah, could yeah. Actually know where to go. I get you. Which is another problem. Yeah. Um, so huh. it, just because a lot of it's like, you know, go to this part. Uh, I don't know. I guess they could. But I just I. There's a way to do it. I just don't think that they have provided yeah, yeah, yeah. that. I think that. Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of one of the gripes that I had. It's just like, oh, go here. OK, and now go here. And mm -hmm. you can really just like press X through the dialogue if you wanted to, because you just know where you're going next. It tells you exactly where to yeah. go and how many meters you are from it. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, yeah, uh, that might be more of a modern game. Um yeah. dilemma than anything but uh i see what you're saying yeah and yeah i it certainly it certainly could be one of the other things that and this is this is not new to this game it's been happening for a long time but i just kind of think is is one of the funny things to point out is like i don't have to really save ever. Yeah. <laughs> there's yep. no i can yeah do, Guys, do you remember you playing Final Fantasy seven, yeah. playing Final Fantasy six, eight, nine, whatever? It's like, oh god, I went two hours and I didn't save and I just got, <laughs> just got wiped oh, by yeah. Sephiroth. And it's just like, man, or the save crystals and like eight. I'm yeah. Done. No, and, yep. and yep. it was always yep. kind of an exciting thing as far as like a game mechanic is please don't turn off power or don't, you know, just please work PlayStation while I use my memory card and don't unplug the controller and all that <laughs> BS. But I mean, yeah. it's intense moments getting to those save points. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, exactly. You in this, it's like you die. It's like it's reset. pretty much game goes, dude, you want to try again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want, no big deal. <laughs> we're just, we're, we're going to give you a bunch of potions. Yeah. Well, I'm at it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But literally it does. No it's, here's all your potions. It's like, dude, oh, oh, wow. do I need this? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think <laughs> I am? Yeah. Yeah. Give me hard mode, man. Come on. So, um, okay, a little bit of story now. We touched a little bit on characters. So besides Sid, any of the other ones that really stand out uh, to you guys? Like, I think so far I've enjoyed all of them, I think. All, all the main characters. I mean, Clive has done great. I think his journey, his emotional journey mm -hmm. through his grief, through his self-discovery and, you know, where, at least where I'm at currently, acceptance yeah. of himself is it, mm -hmm. it definitely draws you in it it, it makes you want to mm -hmm. keep playing the game sid's okay. awesome want to be sid i'm gonna you know again get my voice changed <laughs> uh, but even you know the other dominants i mean their their personas match their godlike powers they have a bigger than mm -hmm. life personalities in in a good way and i think you, you, 
each of them, you want to know more about their story, what makes them tick, and what's driving their behaviors. Cool. Okay. Dice. The characters? Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. know how else to sum it, sum it up better than what he just said. Yeah, they're awesome. Good to hear. I good think hear. that the the enemies in this, uh, the not so nice characters, right? Yeah, yeah the baddies. I th- the baddies are are fantastic. Uh, Benedicta, uh, early early character you run into, she's she's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, even Clive's mom, awful. Um, there's a, a Kupka, awful. And but they're just great characters. They're yeah. just like, oh yeah, like I want to see more of this person. I want to mm-hmm. see more of this person in cutscenes. I want to see more of their story. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of characters that are very dynamic in too. It's like, dude, I don't know about you. I don't know if mm-hmm. you're good. I don't know if you're bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some mystery there, and the the game fleshes it out pretty well. But the what the what they've done with the antagonists, just well, the characters as a whole are fantastic. Even some of the kind of mid characters that aren't huge players but are relevant to things that you're doing like gav mm-hmm. um and you know they're they're, they're really the bigs and really wedge of this world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool yeah i haven't seen the bigs in a wedge yet so no, that's no, something no 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 but, but uh, just the, the like that I know, character. Right? Yeah. yeah 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 that's cool yeah i know what you're saying but uh um so that that was that was a big one is is those characters are just really, really great. And, and I was going to say this earlier and I forgot to. Um, there's only there's not a whole lot of games where I'm really rushing to get to the next spot to see what happens next in the story. Mm-hmm. I've only really had one other game for that, and that was The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. That was a game that I didn't care about extra stuff. I just want to see what happened next because it was such a great story. Yeah. No. And I'm feeling that big time with this. Like, it'll be 1145 and I know I'm about to... F- get into a big battle and I just want to know what happens afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like Definitely. some of those icon battles, dude, no joke, 45 minutes. Mm. I mean, you get your money's worth in this game. It sounds like for that stuff, but uh, it, it might just leave you, you know, on the edge of your seat, kind of cliffhanger style uh, each time you play then, which is a good feeling when you're, when you have a mm-hmm. good game. So um, that's good to hear. Yeah. Phenomenal story. Dark. Uh, excellent. Twisted and all and that good the stuff. Cool. Boys have said that. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I mean, there, as I'm sitting here, there are things I know that people are like, oh, man, well, they don't even know what's going to happen yeah. next. And I, <laughs> well, you know, sit, sitting here with the fellas, it's like I'm, I'm sitting there here going, man, they don't even know what's coming. Uh, and, well, yeah, that um, too. So I don't want to, you know, I know we're getting towards the end here. I, I, I feel like you guys are itching to go play, so I don't want to keep you too much longer. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, no, it's just exciting to hear you all say, you know, some really positive things about it. Because, uh, you know, I was, yeah. like I said, keeping myself in the dark, so I wanted to hear your opinions first before I went and watched reviews or anything. So that's, that's good to hear. No, it is a, it, it is shaping up right now to be a, a pretty great game. And you see a lot of classic stuff, you know, there's chocobos in it and there's like oh, said, really? some, the, the, some, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oosh. Okay. Um, yeah. The, yes. And, and yeah, scoot. I, I'm going to spoiler go for, for you man. here. That's cool. You see, you see, you see some chocobos die, man. No um, way. All right. Well, think of your think of who's going to be your cavalry uh, in battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a medieval yeah. setting. No. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm trying to think of we've seen some cutscenes with chocobos and armor and, you know, stuff like that. And I'm just trying to think if I've ever seen one. I mean, that's going to be heartbreaking if it's like your chocobo <laughs> that goes down. But don't tell me that. OK, I'll. Uh, yeah, I'll have to learn. But uh, yeah, so there's, you know, things like that. And it's like. That is tough. And, you know, one of the things is, you know, Torgal, you have a dog and it's like, oh, if he dies, <laughs> I oh, die. No, if anything no. happens he, to Torgal. Most important question I'm of the night, though. It. Can you pet the dog? You can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. absolutely. Then, then yep. Every good game allows you to pet the dog in the game. That's that's a good game. Then. Well, okay. it, it certainly checks and that's that why box. you know this one's a good one. <laughs> um, one. One of the things that we didn't really talk about with the battle dice and I talked a little bit about yesterday was. 
magic is pretty much aside from the abilities that you get from the icons magic Mm -hmm. is pretty much irrelevant in this game like you you have magic but it is just such an an afterthought the Mm -hmm. only time that the magic is really any good to use is when you're ifrit and use backdraft when you you know hit your four and then combo with the magic that's the only time that i've ever been like i really need to make sure that i'm using my magic here otherwise it's very very weak Mm -hmm. and i don't know if that changes as time goes on but so uh just to recap where are you guys like hour wise in the playthrough I have no idea Oof. where I am hours wise, Hour-wise, but I would yeah. say I think I'm about a week's worth of playing behind Colin. I have three okay. icons right now. Oh, you got me beat. I only, only got two. Yeah. So, uh, Ross, you have. OK. All right. All right. I'm just kinda... <laughs> so, so Colin, yeah, it's like we're doing this dance. <clears throat> no, it's I know. Like we're I doing know. this dance of. So, but you're in the lead, Colin, as far as playtime or uh, story wise, I guess, and everything. Yeah. So, okay. And story okay. progression. That's, that's good to yeah. know. Okay. Okay, cool. But you, you, you also play a progression of, of, of Clive's life, um, where a majority of it happens in probably, I don't know, what would you guys say, like late 20s, early 30s, Clive? Yeah. But you play like teenage Clive. You, play uh, early 20s okay. Clive, I saw, mid-20s Clive. I saw Ross texting saying he was like mid-30s Clive, and I was going, I don't know what that means, but okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, so, okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's part of it. But uh, yeah, you know, the themes, uh, we talked about the the um, the bearers and stuff like that. You know, that's a, I think that's a, a, a ballsy theme to kind of do. That's, you know, kind of taking a look at segregation in society and discrimination in society and, and kind of a, a, a class discrimination. Sure. Um, yeah, that, there's, there's some, of, there's some serious topics that are discussed here and, yeah, and it's handled, and and it's handled things, well. Yeah. And there's just like, there's some reactions to those who are the bearers where people are just so ignorant and it's just like, it's really kind of like frustrating. And um, so it tap, it taps into into that uh taps into you know the idea of just like rulers who just could not care less about their people and only mm. their own consolidated power you know and these are themes that we deal with in our world sure. of you know rulers of nations and countries who just care about their own consolidating their own power and um discrimination of certain groups based on something that was they were born with and literally have no control over. Yeah. Um, so some themes that are, that are quite relevant uh, in, in, in our societies today and final fantasy usually hits on that a little bit, but this one like even this more one so. particular. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think an interesting, interesting, I won't, I won't go too much deeper, but I think an interesting piece to it all, and I won't give this away scooter, but I'll allude to it. So Dyson mm-hmm. Colin can know what I'm talking about the relationship between the bearers and their ability to use magic, what it means to them and their livelihood is really interesting because it, mm-hmm. it adds another layer that, um, you know, just it makes you have the feels as a player when you're going through the mm. game. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and with that, and you find this out relatively early is like as Clive, you feel like you're trying to do the right thing. Um, you're always trying to do the right thing or Sid's always trying to do the right thing. And what they see as the right thing and people that they're trying to help don't always see it that way. They see it as mm-hmm. the opposite. Mm-hmm. They see it as harmful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of like, you're just like, yeah, Clive and Sid, you're doing all this great stuff. And they're like, Oh, uh, well the people who are impacted by this don't always feel that way. Yeah. It's like, Okay, well, how do I feel now? What 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 should, what should I feel about this? So, um, really, kind of mm. keeps you on your toes, and yeah. I think that's what a good story does. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's good to hear they didn't just you know drop a lot of f bombs or whatever to make the game oh, a mature rating. It, it well, but my point being, hopefully, that they use that mature rating to further the story in those kind of regards, like you're saying is um, oh, very much. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, and it's there's it's oh man, it's uh, I would probably say at this point, 
I, it's got to be one of the best Final Fantasy stories that they've ever that they've ever told. Hold on, hold on, hold on. None, none of us finished the game yet. Let's let's hold on <laughs> for the opinions. You That's know, what I'm saying at this point. Okay, at this okay, okay, point okay, where okay, I'm at. Okay, okay, right, right, okay. Yeah. I, I, okay. there. I thought. Uh, yeah, I, I thought you I, were I making certainly, your I have to agree with what Colin said earlier. More so than a lot of Final Fantasy games I can remember in the past. This game in particular has made me want to play just a little bit more, just to hear yep. just a little yeah. more of that story. We're like, ah, come on, I got 20 more minutes in me. I just want to hear just a little yeah. more of mm-hmm. the story. And, and, wow. and a lot, a lot yeah. more than I can recall in prior games. Huh? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. engaging. Other games are easy to stop. Very engaging. It is, it is very engaging for multiple reasons the cinematics, the story, the, you know, um, that you know that that kind of it's good it is good good stuff so a lot of fun um really high quality game high quality game i don't know if it's going to crack into my top three final fantasy favorites when it's all said and done um all things considered but it's definitely going to be up in the ranks because of the story alone it's creeping Um, up there for you that's yeah good to hear good to hear big creeping call it Final Fantasy, big creeping. <laughs> it, it will be interesting to see what they do, what Final Fantasy 17 is. And this is like this is like when, you know, the an NBA draft gets done and then they go, OK, well, let's take a look at the next draft and who, yeah. you know, who who's who's going to go first or whatever. It's like I feel like that's the way too soon. Golly. What are they going to do next? I mean, um, Hopefully they'll they'll keep working on the remake of seven or rebirth or whatever you want to, you know, the name is uh, and finish that off. But I I feel like that's going to be a 10 year long project in itself. So yeah. 16 feels yeah. like it'll be 10 years out for me. Hopefully not. But uh, who yeah. knows? Who knows? Cat, it is. A, yeah, it is a pretty phenomenal game. Uh, tells a great story and uh, pretty, pretty dang happy with it so far. So if you're listening to this and if you're kind of on the fence. Um, I would, I would suggest getting it. I, yeah. you know, I would, I would suggest, I would say it's worth it so far two it's thumbs worth up the money from, that you pay. From, yeah. So, and you can decide from, you know, as a Final Fantasy fan, if you've liked what you've heard today and said, oh yeah, that sounds like it's right up my alley. But I know that some people are turned off as they were with 15 with the combat style, but it's, it is worth, uh, it's worth an exploration. Okay. Yeah. Good to hear. So. Good to hear. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Any other, uh, any other points that we need to hit, uh, as far as the mechanics of the game go or, um, I, I mean, I could talk for like another that, few hours on this game. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> uh, Ross, you had, if you had to bring up the the next thing on your what, just out of curiosity, what would it be like the next thing that you would talk about? I'm just curious. Well, we talked about side quests, and if we're going to talk side quests, we have to talk mini games or the lack thereof. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That'll that'll be for yeah. another time, but that's a good point. Yeah, you will get hunts, and that's coming up before too long. Yeah, I just so, very I, Final Fantasy twelve. Yeah, I just doesn't really uh butter my my whistle. He, yeah, he wants the uh, the gold sauce. Butter your goes, whistle, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, bring, I'm making up sayings here, combining sayings, yeah. making them up. Yes, yeah, you, yeah, you and my wife just making up a bunch. Call of, me Michael uh, Scott. Yeah, yeah, but no, I hear you, we'll, Ross. We'll like, we'll if do. you're missing out on the old uh, snowboarding mini game, or you know, some fun <laughs> mini bike mini game, or whatever. I mean, triad, I triple triad. But yeah, you, you know, yeah. It, it, does, it does feel like, at least from what I've experienced so far, although it's short bites, the icon battles maybe fill that void a little bit, just that little that's, bit of different gameplay sounds, variation. That's fair. yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is, I just want to see the big old blitzball arena show up. <laughs> <laughs> Have that music come in. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be yeah. good. That would be good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I look forward to when we complete this game, uh, going back through and talking about these things again and just yeah. seeing how much our, our viewpoints differ uh, from what we said here today and um, just talking about the recompletion of the story. So, yeah, 
No, agreed. And I'm looking forward to even just starting it. Uh, I don't know when that will be. Maybe I, you'll finish it well before that, but that's a okay because we can just do this and I'll listen in. Just doing it, man. Boys, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Hey, oh, thank man. you all. Yeah. So, all right, fellas. Well, I guess that uh, I guess that wraps it up. Uh, any final thoughts from the squad? Um, happy Wednesday. Yeah. Happy Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Ho- ho- hopefully, Colin. Hopefully, see you guys soon. Right. See you guys soon. Yes. Not in a year. Yeah. yeah not in a yeah. year. No, well. Okay. <laughs> You're you're the one that's having a kid, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh no, but it's good. We got to do this yeah. more often if we can. Go to sleep. Daddy's got something to do. Oh. <laughs> all right, you guys uh, get right, out as well. Yeah, get out of here. Go play that game. Colin, sign us off, man. It's been uh, well. It's been uh, real. It's been fun. I screwed this up last night. Actually, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Thank you, everybody, uh, for tuning in. You can catch us on. Uh, Twitter at Canary Podcast. You know, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen, Spotify. You know, drop us a message. Let me let us know what you think. Uh, let us know what you like. If you got show ideas, we're always in the business for listening. So appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. See you guys Peace. next time. Love, love, love. Deuces. <laughs>